black women. I just wanna let y'all know, y'all fine as hell with your chocolate ass. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, fine. What's up with it? Hey guys, this is Megan Jeanette, but you can call me Meg. And it's your boy Greg. What's happening? And welcome back to another episode of Get It Together. If this is your first time joining us, Get It Together podcast is a podcast where our mission is to provide black love entertainment, relationship advice, and to be sure that we're helping to discuss topics that are going to build healthier families and life partnerships. That's us. Yes, it is. Yes. All right. So let's check in. How's your energy today? I'm tired. <laughs> I can tell. I'm very tired. The morale is very low. I'm very tired. I just, I, I feel like, yeah, we talked about something the other day where we talked about um, we don't have time to be tired right now. It's so, like we're just going to have to hustle through it. But I really do, ever since we got here, I really do feel like I've gone on a hundred every time even when i'm like off or something so mm-hmm. i'm just trying to find that one day i've had one day and i still didn't take advantage of like not leaving the apartment which i get it you're not supposed to you're just supposed to get up and go 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 but i don't know i just haven't had a chance to really recharge so mm-hmm. yeah i just i don't know i'll find it i'll find it one of these days i'll just kind of let myself because now i'm about to start a couple classes in a couple weeks so oh yeah yeah well yeah <laughs> i understand i i guess you know just i think that we don't ever really recharge <laughs> you know you gotta like kind of just yeah unfortunately find it in you to keep going um because i mean like we all get tired definitely but it's just that i don't know like you said i guess just taking a day to really turn everything off and when you have the opportunity to rest like rest and really do that so i don't know yep uh, <laughs> that's where right. i am <laughs> let's, well let's grade yourself so how do you feel like you've been as a partner within this past week uh, i feel like a c plus and why do you say that i say because um there are some things you're trying to teach me and i feel like i wasn't allowing you to actually teach me those things so I feel like every other aspect was fine, but, you know, I wasn't allowing you to teach me something, and it did bother you a little bit. So I feel like I I do need room for improvement whenever, like, even though it's something that I may be uncomfortable with learning or be uncomfortable with catching and taking it at a time, I need to learn that sometimes it's okay to just sit back and just take it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounded very, very suspect. Sit back and take it. Sit back <laughs> and know. take it all like, in. What? That sounds even worse. <laughs> Sit back and listen. Okay. <laughs> Listening. Got it. Listening. <laughs> okay. So for me, my you? energy today, I'm actually pretty good. I bet you are. I feel like I had a great weekend. I feel like we were very productive over the weekend. And, I, and I've been starting this new thing where I clean throughout the week. So... Like Mondays, I'll be sure that I wash clothes or put clothes up or whatever I didn't finish um, on the past Friday. And then on Tuesday, I'll clean the bathroom. So so I do that so then now on the weekends, I can actually just relax on the weekend and not do that whole old school mom Saturday morning cleanup, yelling at all the kids to get up in the house. Moms, you do it all the time to us. So I feel like I, I felt very rested and Sunday went to church, worked out took two naps and cooked. <laughs> so I just feel, feel really good. So yeah, that's, that's me. Life update. Things have been going well. And as far as a partner, I feel like I, this past week I was an A. I definitely think so. I think that I've been doing better with trying to decrease, not want to say decrease myself. That sounds weird, but to put your knees before mine, well, put your needs at a level of mine. Oh. 
So think about like, it's okay. It's really, it's not natural for me to be, I'm not a natural nurturer who I don't know. She really is not. Newsflash anyone who's, she is not. (laughs) If you don't know me, you're probably, I was probably like, yeah, I could have told you that. I am not naturally a nurturing person. (laughs) So sometimes it's okay to have that person to go, nope, tough it out. You got it. Just go go do it. It's okay, but not all the time. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been having to learn how to become more nurturing and to do things as far as oh let me cook this meal so we can eat or things like that or done a better job yeah so that's been a goal of mine to i have to deliberately intentionally be nurturing and become more nurturing so yeah that's me Okay. I guess I'm going to bring all the energy today, guys. So I'm bringing energy. I'm just shaking my head at you. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Greg, let's have it next. Let's have it. Since you want to bring all the energy, why don't you do it? No, I don't know anything that's going on. You could have so found some. No, 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 no. So big news in the social media world. Everybody knows Twitter. Basically Pornhub now. But uh, <laughs> everybody knows Twitter. So newsflash it's official twitter accepts elon musk's offer to purchase the company so twitter announced it will go private after agreeing to deal with elon musk worth 44 uh 44 billion dollars okay i just want 44 (laughs) dollars it's going for 44 billion so you know just i so we really don't know the terms of the well we know terms we don't know the whole ideal of what's really going on with it. It's going private. So we don't know if it's going to be like a Facebook thing, if they're going to cut down on certain stuff getting on Twitter. I don't know what's going on. Mm. I like Twitter how it is. <laughs> I think everybody likes Twitter how I it is. I bet you do like Twitter how no, it no, is. No, no, no. Just, they, it's very, they don't, sh- they don't hide anything. Like, certain things you may, may get banned or maybe unseen on like Facebook, Instagram, uh, those apps. Twitter doesn't mind. It's just like, hey, full disclosure, you signed up, so whatever you see is you, what you see because you followed it. Mm-hmm. So you get what you see. You get what you get from Twitter. Okay. So that's the whole thing, and that's the whole reason. So I, I don't know what the whole deal is, but it could be something big. It could draw more followers, draw more people. Because I mean, I think I, you're the only person in the entire world that doesn't have a Twitter. Uh, what? I do not think that's true. You actually, to be real, when I first met you and you said that I, you do have a Twitter. I do. Because the Twitter, yeah, because Twitter, when we first started dating, you said, I don't have a Twitter. I had it, but I, I, I think you said, I think I deleted it. And then like, you know, Twitter shows you like new followers and stuff and your face popped up, but it was like really old, like tweets, like, old. yeah, those are tweets from when I was in high school. Yeah. So I was like, okay. But yeah, so everybody in the world has Twitter, so it can bring more people in, or it can push people back. We don't know what this really means yet. I mean, I, I think the world like likes Elon Musk, right? Does the world like I him guess, so I mean, far? He's the Tesla. Tesla Tesla guy, <laughs> like, the outer space I guy guess. too. I don't, I don't know. Is that Steve Bezos? Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. I don't know these people. I'm sorry. It's fine. It doesn't bother me. Rich white men. Exactly. It doesn't bother me. But <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't concern me. So yeah, we don't know what that's gonna bring. Uh Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has been banned from Egypt and Kuwait for having what that means. LGBTQ content. Because those are countries that stay very old school. Like, Oh, yeah. got it. Okay. So there's content, I guess. Well, I mean, the movie hasn't come out yet. It comes out, I think, next week. Yeah, next week. comes out next week. And apparently, I guess, like, like LGBTQ plus... Uh, content is in there, whether it's a scene of somebody, you know, maybe kissing the same sex or maybe just somebody just in the the movie period. Mm-hmm. You never know. Just probably just somebody that's just, you know, actually, you know, gay or lesbian that's just in the actual movie, just sitting there. We don't know what it, that really means, but turn, come to find out, uh, these two countries said, nah, mm. won't be showing here. And I mean... To be real, that's a fight that we've we've fought through America. I mean, we fought through America. Black people fought through America. Other uh, people, when it comes to their different beliefs, have fought through America. When it comes to women's rights, fought through America. LGBTQ plus fought through America. 
fought through other countries. Some countries we cannot change, I don't believe. So it'll oh, be, yeah. a, it'll be mean, a while before. It's kind of none of our business what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was like, why? And I looked, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's the two countries that say they're not taking nothing back. They say, look, we're going to stick with what we got going on, and that's it. So I'm going to just mind my business and say that's it too. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, I think that I think that it's, it's sad still just for people who do live in those two countries that maybe they are feeling like they're not being seen, heard, or or they because obviously there's people that are in the LGBTQI plus community that live in Ukraine and not Ukraine. Wow. Kuwait. And Egypt. Yeah, Kuwait and Egypt. But but yeah, so wow. I mean, I think that that part definitely is, sucks. But as far as a movie not being shown, I, I just highly doubt that those people there truly care about the movie that much. They just care that it's I don't that one explicit part is in there. For them, it's expensive. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't know anyone in Egypt and Kuwait, so I don't know if they're huge Marvel fans or not. Maybe they are. I about to say. I mean, they might be because the way it's like making a headline, they might be. So we don't know. They might show. Have so sh- there's never been any kind of. I don't think so. Homosexual scenes. I don't. I don't in think so. Any Marvel movies? No, not that I've. No, no, none. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, other than people saying that uh, Brie Larson's character, uh, Captain Marvel, is going to be, you know, come off as lesbian, she's not going to come off as, you know, heterosexual. I mean, I don't know. But that was just rumor. Nobody, that actually wasn't a thing. People just say it's giving that vibe and, you know, they might make it that way in her next movie as Captain Marvel. We don't know that. So that's the only thing I've ever heard when it comes to that part, when it comes to Marvel movies. This mm-hmm. is the first time that it's actually been a, oh, this is going to happen. Because, I mean, Disney just makes it happen. I mean, look at it like this. People are getting mad because of, you know, uh, Disney, I guess, taking, they're putting Buzz Lightyear out there, the new Buzz Lightyear movie. They're taking it kind of off for a little bit because they want to put something, they want to put a same sex, uh, not same, well, yeah, same gender, same sex uh, scene where they are actually, like, I guess, kissing. I don't know if it's, you know, gay or lesbian. We don't know, but they are throwing that in there. Mm-hmm. And people are very upset about that, which that is another, uh, that's another topic for another day. Just saying that Disney does not mind going, you know, all out with their content. So, hey. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, I think it's a the network's issue. It's really the fact of what the laws are in those countries and stuff. So I don't know. It's that's another talk for another day. Yeah, I we just, can talk about that all day. Anyway, <laughs> so you know who can talk about something all day? What the baby? So we oh, had goodness. this talk on Saturday, and I just gotta say before I say my topic. Y'all, please leave this man alone. <laughs> I know, seriously. I don't mean it in a, in a, leave him alone. He's not bothering people. With, I mean, leave this man alone. He has shot people. He has punched his own fans. He has punched a random person for not, you know, I, I don't know all of them because I'm, I'm not really a, I'm not a fan of his. I listen to some of the music and I just follow a couple stories, but I don't go in deep. But apparently... The baby gets into another physical altercation, this time with his own artist, Wisdom, backstage at a concert. And everybody's just like, it's unclear what was going on. Nobody still doesn't know what's going on, but this is like the eighth thing. This man shot a man in Walmart. He punched a, I think it was a fan. That, mm-hmm. No, he slapped the fan, I think, that, that walked up to him and like, I guess was being rude towards him. He hit another dude. He... Shot a guy, and this the shot the, the the guy he shot. This news is like recent. It's like a month ago. He the one shot. Huh? Try to get into. His yeah, house. the guy that broke in his house. They say it was just a gun, a shot on the the baby's property. But then it turns out the baby shot him. The dude, I guess, was trying to rob him or just break in. <laughs> he got in there. The baby shot. And the fact is, this man's gonna have his bi- autobiography from years from now. It's going to be amazing because they're going to be like his body count is just amazing <laughs> because he shot Buddy and then called 911 and said, hey, I'll come get Buddy. He leaking. 
And and and, and basically, they <laughs> like the police or whatever they say when they got there. They say, "Yeah, I wanted to kill him, but I said, nah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you live." Like you know, it was <laughs> pettiness, power, and um, just thug in somebody to to shoot you and let you live, <laughs> and to call the police like it was nothing. He called the police like it was like like he was talking to one of his homeboys like yeah it was good but he called police like hey I better come get buddy he leaking (laughs) (laughs) like he leaking he 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 out of it now oh my goodness so y'all leave I don't know his real name but the baby name like Jonathan or something like that I think it is Jonathan the baby duh Jonathan baby please leave (laughs) this man alone please go in peace my friend like nobody nobody's trying to bother you no more like we we honestly don't. We don't want Jonathan Lindell Kirk. Jonathan Lindell Kirk. Leave this man alone. Fancy name. Jonathan. Jonathan. Mr. Kirk. I won't bother you. I see you. I'm gonna say, it was good, bro. It was good. I ain't gonna even ask for an autograph. I ain't gonna ask for a picture. Because I can't even say I might shoot you if you come at me. You might shoot me just walking up to you. I'm just gonna 10 yards away. Yeah, it was the good. Baby is about that life. That's so what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's like <laughs> I think he's proved himself. It's enough. At this point in time that I don't know why people keep messing with him. Maybe because he's short. I don't know. But yeah, y'all need to leave him alone. Please. <laughs> a lot of rappers say stuff in their songs and they don't be about it. He literally has lived no, everything like, in his songs. I will shoot you. And his songs ain't even gutter. Like I, gutter rappers talk about it and they have never, a couple of them have never done it. This man don't even talk that gutter. He just, he raps, says a few cuss words, says what he's going to do to women. And he shoots people. Yeah. And yeah. he's for real. And he's going to do it. So <laughs> he's for don't real. mess with him. <laughs> it's kind of sad. But anyways. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. Let us know everything that's happening on these internets. Because if y'all are not like me, I never know. Because I be staying on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's another episode for another time. But. <laughs> we talked about that before. What? We, you being on your being phone? Being on my phone a lot. We've talked about that before. See, she you haven't made any changes. Okay. I made change. I'm, I have made changes. When I'm around you, I don't be on my phone as much. Okay. I, yeah. And what is the meter for that? How are meter? we measuring as much? Well, so here, here it is. <laughs> Sidebar. This is not a part of the podcast. This week, <laughs> everybody knows, well, if you don't know, if you're a football fan, it's the draft. This week's the draft. So I will say the past two months... My my meter of being on my phone has been an all-time high because you know mm-hmm. I'm a Texans fan. I watch football content all day long. I She'll be walking in here, and I'm literally on YouTube looking at a prospect that the Texans can get. I should literally be a Texan scout. Yeah, he honestly. should. And I don't be looking at big-name guys. He personally knows all the players. I'll be, I be looking at guys that, like, Oh, never heard from him. Oh, never heard of him. Oh, oh, because he's he's overshadowed by this big name guy. That's how much I invest. I just like football. Oh, I just like football. I really my first major was to be a football coach. So that's why I just love football. So I've been on my phone a lot the past couple weeks because literally all I'm doing is looking at like, oh man, you know that guy, you know, he drops to the curls in two seconds instead of like waiting, trying to jump the route. Oh, okay. I do stuff like that. That's me. That's all I do. I just do that, or I'm watching Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I'm looking at Marvel trailers. Bottom line. Yeah. Right. So. Thank you for that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. So we all know now what Greg does on his cell phone. All day. <laughs> okay. So let's get into the topic of the day. Or should we take a quick break? No, uh, we can get to the topic. Okay. We can get to the topic. All right. Okay. No, 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 no. We're going to work for these bills. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into the topic of the day. So I don't know if you guys have, I'm, I'm sure y'all have. This has been a huge conversation the past month or so. It's been a, it's been a huge conversation for years, but it, every year it spirals back up at least once a year. Okay. It always comes back. Well, what we're talking about is the Russell Wilson and Sierra relationship. Debates, um, relationship. And just everything behind that. Yeah. So I saw a Facebook post that I think actually my sister posted this a while back and it was talking and what it was is there was a private plane in the background 
And then there were two guys on the left side who were dressed like they were going on vacation. So they had on like these not, you know, like the, you know, the, I don't know, hot boy summer vacation outfit, one, 2.0. I feel like I know what you're about to say. It's those little, those sweat type of shorts. And then they have on the tank top with like a hat. And then they have on some kind of like shoes. Like they're not, they're not like Jordan type shoes, but they're, I don't know, like, you know, the flashing them like you could go to the beach with them kind of shoes and walk on a boardwalk so yeah and they let you they had their little backpack and their little fanny man pack and they're so, very in shape yes cut, yeah. yeah they look like you're just gonna drool over them and then on the other side of them is russell wilson he's standing there and he has on you know like the the i guess the white older 40 year old white man <laughs> 2.0 vacation outfit and you know what that is is when they got that button down hawaiian shirt that's <laughs> that's when you comfortable when you comfortable in your skin and no you don't care what nobody thinks that man that man looked it it did look bad it looked, it did, it looked it, bad. He wasn't matching. And he so did not care. He had on like some khaki type of loose pants and some flip flops or something like that. You know what he looked like when you wait when you live in those suburban neighborhoods and you wake up in the morning and you go outside to like get something out your car and your neighbor's standing outside drinking his coffee. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. How's it going? Literally. Hey man, did you catch the, catch the game last night? Oh man, that was a doozy. Yeah. That's literally how he looked. And he's just cheesing in the And picture. he's happy. Like and- comfortable. <laughs> Literally, and so what the it says, what the meme says at the top is just it says, So y'all ladies telling me if you seen this guy pointing at Russell Wilson and didn't know his status, y'all giving him the time of day question mark, go ahead and cap. And so oh that has been the big conversation as far as that's funny. Who Russell Wilson is, the fact that he represents the I guess corny type of guy, but yeah. This guy over here, all Greg, day, baby. he's pointing to himself. All day, baby. So, yeah, he represents the corny guy. All day. Who, uh, I guess, in the general mindset of what a woman would want, he would not be it. But they're trying to insinuate that because of his status and who he is, it doesn't matter to, I guess, Sierra or girls like that because of his status. So, I commented on that and said... Well, I married the Russell Wilson, so I was like, so that actually is not as would have married matter to me. And guess what I'm gonna do after this podcast is over? <laughs> I'm gonna get off of here. I'm gonna watch Dragon Ball Z, and I'm gonna go love on my wife. Yes, lame. Yes, very lame. I'm the standard baby. You want to be like me? Do they? Yeah. Okay. They well, I mean, they should. Well, no, no. Let me say it like that. You women want something like this, but just too afraid. You afraid. You scared. I don't know if it's fear. They scared. <laughs> I don't know. I think, okay, so you growing up, so Greg grew up around um, predominantly black people. I grew around hood. Yes, it, in the hood. It was and hood, so, it was ghetto, whatever you want to call it. And so you have mentioned a couple of times that you felt like you weren't the type of guy that girls in your environment would choose because you weren't the you know smooth talking dress the best kind of dude and and i'll tell my side of the story of what my interaction with you with is in that because i mean i can second that and and so how i guess how did you feel being in that environment like did you know that you were considered the corny dude who nobody wants to talk to i knew i was I knew I was. Uh, that was. It was just the way I was raised. My mom raised me to be someone that carried himself in a polite manner. You know, treated women respectfully, um, and that had you know carried sense. yourself in a polite manner. What do you mean by that? Just you know, just cause. Think about it like this: a guy. Think about you. You, you single. A guy walk up to you, and I'm from Houston, so I'm gonna say how Houston guys would come up. You at the bar by yourself. You at the bar, like not by yourself, you with some girls, you just get a drink, right? Mm-hmm. And say you at the bar, and I'm the random Houston guy that just walks up and gives you a compliment. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you, though. Shit, you looking good. You know, you looking pretty good today. <laughs> you know, hey, what you sipping on? Hey, let me, you know what I'm saying? Shit, let me go ahead and uh, freshen that up and all that. You feel me? You feel me? Uh. And then, like, you, 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 like, I guess you kind of play along with it just to see where it goes. And it's like, 
you know, and then, you know, all those guys try to give themselves a compliment by giving you a compliment. I mean, well, you look good. I mean, you the one that looking all fine and well and shoes. I mean, why you ain't come up to me? You know what I'm saying? I ain't real talk. Yeah, I just, just, I really can't do a good job because I'm not that guy, but this is, this is me. If I was, she was single, I saw her at, at the bar. This is any girl that has ever interacted with me will ever say, I, I was just like this, hey, I, you were very pretty from a distance, and I was just wondering if I could buy you a drink mm-hmm. or just kind of. It'd talk. be like, ill, no. Yeah. No, no, I've definitely gotten that <laughs> so many times. And I've gotten it so much Ill, to no. the fact that it just rolled off the shoulder like, all right. Man. Hey, excuse me. I just thought you were very beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just really rolled off. It didn't hurt after a while. Was, at first, it used to be like, I really ain't got it. So at what age did I re- did you realize that you were this guy? You were not the I've been to that. I Since I grew you were young. I grew up as the nerd, the skinny. I grew up looking like Urkel, first of all. I grew up looking just like Urkel. Because everybody all everybody sees this stature, so they feel like I was big as a kid. I didn't get muscular or in, grown into my head or my ears until my eighth grade year of middle school. Okay. All through that, I was like, before that, I was skinny, braces, pants were flooded, they were too tight, uh, oh didn't God. have no shoe game, none of that. But I mean, it kind of worked out in my and in, in the, for the better of me because I had that mindset to know that I don't value the, like looks like that. I know how to dress now. I know how to look. I know and that. Why do you know how to dress now? I know how to dress because God, you know. <laughs> I don't well, like to, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, he did. He, 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 the reason. He's the reason. But it was you, baby. It was you. <laughs> but I, I, I did. I did. When I would go out, I would dress okay. When I finally started realizing I needed to learn how to actually put clothes on, when I would just be chilling, I would dress not. But good. you would go out where. I don't like when I go, I like to. Okay, you know. I gotta do the story time. <laughs> okay, do you know what story I'm gonna tell? I hope we're gonna come. Oh, I hope the camera cut off. <laughs> okay, so story time. Greg and I were going on a date. And so, first of all, our very first date, I noticed what he was wearing. And I walked in, I said, okay, he's. He's handsome, but I looked down, I saw there were like these big chunky shoes types of thing. And I hate chunky shoes. I don't know what it is about those it. My, those are my favorite shoes, but too. Those they, are my favorite shoes. They were what, red, black, and white kind of? They were very, I don't know what kind of shoes. They were Nike. Were I just remember they were Nike. My, they were Nike, and I they were not cute. They were. And that's the first thing I noticed, but I said, you know what? I'm going to ignore that because, you know, I, I'm just not going to pay attention to I'm going to allow it. And we had a great day. So time goes on, and I notice that he doesn't really dress that great. But I mean, in my mind, I'm like, okay. But if I like him and I can look past that, then I can I can eventually just build what I want him to look like. So that's fine. Because I always heard from my cousin, my cousin she who married into my family. She told me that when she first met my cousin, who's a guy, that he did not know how to dress or anything at all. But she said you know what, I can fix that, and I will put things on him that he should wear. And now my cousin dresses great, so that was always in the back of my, back of my mind. So Greg and I are going on a double date with one of his best friends and her now fiancé. And I'm there looking cute at, we're going to the movies, and I'm waiting for him. Lion King. Lion King. Yes, it yes. was Lion the, King. Uh, the, you, Live uh, action. Yeah. And I see Greg walks into the movie theater, y'all. And I almost had a heart attack. I look, because by this point in time, we're together dating. Like, we are a unit. And I, <laughs> and I felt like he was getting better. But he had on the, the jeans were like bunched up on top of those red, black and white Nike shoes. The shirt was a color that did not match those shoes. And I looked at him, I said, <laughs> What do you have on? You know, I said, you know, I can't even worry about it. Like, we need to get inside the movie theater. But before somebody <laughs> sees me, you're ashamed. 
She was a shame. I was, because I said, I look really good right now. I don't know what he has on, but I know I you're said, worth king. But that day, I literally said, nah, we're getting rid of those shoes because we can't do that. And I, and that, from that point on, I started just buying him things. Like, buying him little yeah. clothes little by little to put on. Because I said, if you're going out, we're putting this on. And... You know, most girls, I feel like in that instance, and if, if I wasn't where I was at in my set of mind, like knowing that I'm looking for a husband and he has all the characteristics of a husband that I would want, minus the fact that he just naturally just did not have style. You know what? So I, <laughs> what? This I'm being honest. This is, we tell the truth. So you'll get to say your piece. Mm -hmm. But I just felt like, man, <laughs> we got to come right back because yes, I was trying to get your race. attention, but you was just literally I was going off. Yeah. So we'll be right back and Whatever. I'll continue the end of my story. I don't care. <laughs> and we're back. We are back. Okay. So to quickly finish my story. Oh my God. Um, yes. So <laughs> Greg, I just felt like I was at a point in time in life where I had to decide. So am I going to not speak this, not continue pursuing this guy because I didn't agree the way he dressed or was I going to be smart about it and, and realize that, oh, is he moldable? Is he open to me introducing other outfits or styles? Yeah, I see how I'm looking at her, right? Just keep telling your story. I mean, that's the end of it. How do you feel? How did you feel about that? I mean, you DM me first. You came after me. I did. I'm the prize, so I I, <laughs> I see this as a as a win. I see this as a complete dub. It don't bother me. So I mean, okay, on yeah. You. But anyways, I felt I didn't realize I was a good looking guy until my eighth grade year. Well, not even my eighth grade year. I didn't realize I was a good looking guy until my ninth grade year. You know, girls were like actually talking to me more. I was actually getting attention. And, you know, really, I just didn't have that factor of being the guy that a girl would say, okay, I want that. Because in my mind, and everybody always says this too, in my mind, women that love those guys that are just like ruggish, thuggish, or that kind of like dogs or look like dogs, have that dog look or anything like that, they have a tendency to, I want to fix him. I want to be with him. It's something about me. That, it's some wild oh, side about me that just like attracts him. When like us who are nice from the jump, who moms and dads or moms, you know, raised them in the right way and told them, you know, this is how you value women. Because I got the point of valuing women from my sisters. My mom, who being with my dad, I knew that was not a problem. But my sisters, my mom would always say, you don't want to treat a woman uh, bad because what if a man treated your sisters bad? So that's always that's how I always thought about it. I never wanted to be that person to do anything wrong towards anybody. So I wanted to be somebody that a girl or a woman would be proud to have on her side. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it took time. It did. Cause every woman that did give me a chance, it was just something about me that wasn't like exciting to them. Like it wasn't a excitement. Like, I don't know if they wanted to be hit slapped. They wanted to be cussed out, called out the name. They wanted drama behind it. I bring excitement. I'm goofy. I like to do goofy stuff. I like to randomly do stuff in the grocery store. Like we dancing in the grocery store. I, I like to like just do random stupid stuff that I do with like my best friend. That's the excitement. I like to do exciting things. I didn't like to travel. She taught me how to travel. I feel like now that, you know, I'm getting the traveling concept down, I like to just go do stupid shit. I, sorry, give me a curse. I like to just go do stupid stuff like in a random city. Just like, hey, you want to go to San Francisco randomly? Mm -hmm. And we just go there for like three days and just for yeah. no reason. Okay, so I think you made a point there that you uh, – so what you're kind of saying is that you felt emotionally safe to do – to be really – truly become open and to actually be yourself when it came to being with me compared to before that it seemed like everybody else who was well, dating you was searching for something more or searching for, or you didn't feel, you never felt like you could actually openly be your goofy self. Right. It, cause I, cause I mean, before I, before I met, cause I told you when you met me, I was probably two years out of being in, in a depression. 
So before you met me, I had just started loving myself, appreciating myself a lot more. I had just started uh, really doing things myself, like going, like you know, going out to eat by myself, doing things that where I would tell my would tell me, "Hey, you did something good. Mm-hmm. You know, treat yourself. You, I love you, Greg. I love you too." So when I met you, it just I got to do goofy things with somebody, and you got to see the ultimate goofiness and the ultimate thing. Because with me, I noticed I was a catch, and I started to appreciate my worth and knowing that I don't have to, I can change certain aspects, but the overall thing about me, I don't have to change that about myself. I don't have to be quiet and not talking and be rough with somebody. I can be myself. I can be loving, goofy, you know, having fun, you know, you know, with someone. They just have to appreciate who I am. I think the thing about it is, let's be, Russell is the way he is because every, okay, you look at guys like, I'm trying to just like name, I, and I don't want to say, I want to say, I'm going to say Deshaun Watson only because of the quarterback status and the way he carries himself. He rocks chains. He rocks new cars. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, he rocks, you know, he doesn't really have too much fashion for me, but he, you know, he's himself. He's where he's from. These guys are who they are, and women will run at those type of guys because of just the way they carry themselves. Russell is comfortable. He is a, a millionaire. On pace to probably being a billionaire because the way he puts his his John Hancock on, on signatures to like incorporate new buildings and new businesses, he's comfortable because he knows I'm a Super Bowl winning quarterback that makes millions of dollars. I don't have to be different for anybody. I don't have to change for anybody. Did he change for Sierra? No. What Megan did for me was upgrade my wardrobe. What did Sierra do for him? Upgrade his wardrobe. He is literally the exact person he was before he met her. He did not change. Mm-hmm. So he literally stayed the same. A woman saw him, loved him for who he was, and said, hey, you know what? I like this man. I don't yeah. care how corny he is. I'm gonna take him. I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take what I got. I'm a I'm gonna probably burn those pants and that that floral Hawaiian shirt <laughs> that he's wearing to just a random dinner, and I'll put a suit on him. But I'm gonna let him be himself. And Russ and everybody like that plays with Russell was they say, yeah, when he met Sierra, he was this. When he after he met Sierra, he was literally the same person. He yeah. never changed. He's yeah. still corny. He still says dad jokes in the locker room. He's literally the exact same person before Sierra came along. It's just she appreciated who he was. So yes. there's a thing going around. Um, there's a, a podcast. It's called The Pivot. Uh, it's about it's a, two former athletes and another guy who they have their, this podcast. They just talk about different topics. And one of the guys, Channing Crowder, who's a former NFL player, he gets on there and he says, Sierra basically was, wouldn't have been with Russell if it wasn't for the money. He would, she wouldn't have been with him if it wasn't for the money because he kept saying he's a cornball. He's a cornball. Ain't no way a girl like Sierra going for him unless there's money involved. And it kind of drew a lot of people because I've never, the world always has a back and forth about things. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I will say, as much as like the bad side will call Russell corny, the, the bad side also says, well, yeah, Russell corny, but Sierra's she she look happy. She genuinely looks glowing. Like she's mm-hmm. I feel like the Sierra we see is the Sierra that has always wanted to come out. Mm-hmm. She is in front of the White House with no heels on, going through little football drills with Russell Wilson with their kids, and she is having fun doing it. She is in a million dollar dress suit, running football drills, rolling in the grass. <laughs> I think she's always wanted to be like this. She was not going to be like that with Future. I, well, I don't know that, but we can all see who a guy who Future is. She wasn't going to be like that. They were going to be take. They were going to be a girl, a, a Instagram couple, mm-hmm. where they take professional photography, uh, for, like photos from a photographer, professional. And you're gonna see them like posting pictures of they steak dinners, like oh, I ate this and that, boom, like that, like mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, Russell, you're gonna get. Family night, 
and they all like in a group photo and they all got like like facial mask on and, mm-hmm. like it's a family night we're in we're in the house tonight they're literally having fun yeah so yeah mm-hmm. sorry i didn't mean to to take no it's fine <laughs> it's a deep topic with I me because like- i do see myself in russell <laughs> Yeah, but I think that what you're kind of saying, I was trying to get to, is just that the difference between that relationship with Sierra, for Sierra and Russell versus Sierra and Future, is that she feels she and he are both have emotional safety within each other, meaning that like they feel comfortable to be themselves. Like he didn't, no matter, I feel like if you shirked away all the money, all the stuff, like Russell being a millionaire, whatever, it doesn't really matter. The fact that like he knows who he is and he's comfortable in who he is, and it didn't matter. Um, it didn't matter as far as who he was dating. He wouldn't change himself or his core values for that. Mm-hmm. And so he met somebody who saw that in him and appreciated that. And now they're able to have those types, have the relation where they have where they're just sitting at home and then like they're with no makeup on, just have face masks on, posting pics versus her whenever she was with Future, you would never see anything like that. It was literally them having this sexy picture and it's just, wow, the glitz and glam and it's not really any any depth or any substance behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so like I, and I just wanted to say, I think like that's something that everyone should look for within their relationship, but just being sure that you feel that you are, you feel safe to be yourself in a way with having the emotional safety. So like the definition of emotional safety is, by the way, is that it means that your partner feels comfortable with being authentic, sharing thoughts, feelings, and ideas, and expressing issues without fear being put down, shut down, ridicule, criticized, or told to be, act, or feel different. And so like for us, and I feel like with me and you, I know for myself that being in relation with you versus the person I was with before, it was not like, I did not feel like I was able to share truly how I was feeling without being shut down or feeling like I would be like ridiculed or judged for like my thoughts. Mm. Um, I feel a oh, while wow, the YouTube just, it just shut down, but yeah. that's fine. You have no camera. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a but, camera in like a week. <laughs> but yeah. So, so I just feel, so I feel like for me, it, I think I was trying to look back and try to figure out like how within the two of us that we were able to develop this kind of environment where we felt that we could be open with each other and we could be vulnerable and it didn't really matter what the person was thinking mm-hmm. um, about the about the person that's saying what they want to say. Like it never felt like. I could be fearful of showing my inner world. And so for you, just like how do you feel that you felt comfortable with granting you answered a question like you we've done all this personal work where you knew who you were and you weren't going to change or alter that for anybody but i think within the realm of us too it's like i have to be a certain way whenever you tell me things in order for you to continue to open that door because you could tell me something and i could be like oh my gosh that's stupid and that would shut you down Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess like, how do you feel like we created this environment where we're able to truly just be ourselves and to feel safe and connected and sharing who we are with one another and not feeling like we're going to have any backlash from that? It's it's the way of being comfortable with someone. Uh, it's knowing that I really liked you and I wanted to invest my time and I want to invest my energy in you and you wanting to invest your time and energy in me, we both didn't mind like taking a step back and learning. Mm -hmm. It's a learning process. There's no, there's no such thing as being perfect all the way through till death do you part or till whichever you have to invest people that don't want to invest in our marriage is brand new. Still, we're still newlyweds. And I get there's a long road ahead for us. But I feel like the fact that you want to invest in me wanting to uh, invest in you and invest in how this relationship goes and invest in how, you know, our mindset goes, it makes us compatible because no matter what, we're still going to always be learning from each other. We're still going to always be teaching each other different things. Now, I feel that we haven't learned 
every single thing about each other. I feel like there's still room. Excuse me. I feel like there's still room for us to grow and for us to actually, you know, dig in deep in deeper matters. Like we haven't had the significant loss yet. You know, we've had people, family members pass away, but we haven't had the significant family member who meant so much to us, like pass away. I mean, my grandmother, yeah. yes, but um, that, but that was a time where I, where we knew that was coming. That that was approaching to come. So you didn't haven't seen me at my lowest yet. We haven't had the significant thing of you having to go through childbirth yet, and you know us having to make sure that we make make the proper measures of doing this and that. So we still have to learn from each other. We haven't gotten to a point where we have, we're in a bind because of money or in a bind because we're all trying to you know get on a house or a, a kid. I think we've been in a bind because of money though. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like a real, real bind, like a huge bind because of us. Like what I meant by that is like when I said the house. Like actually, like foreclosing on a house, you know, a property, stuff like that, opening up a business. We haven't been in a bind where we are um, uh, a child is sick and who's going to be the one to stay up with the child. We have not been in those actual elements well, yeah. yet. But I'm, what I'm trying to get to is we're not we we haven't been to those elements yet. So we still there's still so much to learn about the other person. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, marriages are distraught and destroyed because the love isn't strong enough for you to say, I know that's something going wrong. Let me learn from it. Let me see. Let me actually invest in learning in this situation. A lot of times people give up because they're not invested. You're really not in love when you give up. Mm -hmm. But me being in love with you and me knowing that whatever situation you get put in, I'm going to be there. I'm going to want to listen. That's going to keep us going longer and longer. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's what you're saying is that it's because of the unconditional love that we have for one another, no matter what, whenever all these different changes in lives come that right. we have our foundation of that. We've built this trust on our respect where we feel comfortable with sharing our ideals, our feelings, because we know there's no judgment that comes with it. Right. And there's this, it's not based on whether or not, Oh, if she's, if Megan's doing X, Y, and Z right, then I'm going to love her. Or if Greg's doing this right or wrong, then I'm not going to love him. It's based on the fact that no matter what, you're committed to going through the fire mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Right. And I we're going to work through it. It's just... Because, I mean, I don't want I don't want to downplay... Like, we've had low points. No, we had No, no, no. We have. Like, we have had. It hasn't but been But there's as, categories, too. Yes, yeah, but I mean, I think that comes like with time. That, yeah. But like knowing ahead, like we're gonna get over all those hurdles. But it's kind of like it's not like it's always just been like sunshine and rainbows. No, yeah, I get it. I mean, like I said, there we haven't actually been t- like on the other side of some of these things yet. There's still more challenges that are coming in the future that we're gonna have to get over. But the willingness to actually say, I'm gonna dig, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll up my sleeves, and I'm gonna work with this person and learn, it makes us compatible. So you probably did. You you saw you you answered this question so many times. I always ask to to see like if you're gonna change your answer. You literally, if you saw when you were in college, if you saw me walking up to you at the club with the line I gave you, you wouldn't have gave me your number. No, exactly. Because but and that and by me that has to deal with me like that. At that point in time, I wasn't at the point that I was looking for. Like I was looking for superficial things in who I wanted to date at that point in time. Right being a young 20-something-year-old and not thinking about things ahead as far as the future. I'm thinking about what I want my relationship to physically look like and who I want to physically be with, not what she wanted spiritual... A ba- she wanted a basketball player, y'all. <laughs> she, she wanted a, a tall basketball player. He didn't have to be tatted all the way from arm to leg, but he had to have tattoos, he had to have waves, and he okay. had to have like a deep voice. But she ended up getting this thick chocolate lovable big smiley teddy bear that just just, oh just makes you melt inside and just you know trying to get my radio voice and uh yeah okay but you see that corniness yeah. that corniness <laughs> like you never knew that that was something that was like i like that yeah. back then it'd be like Ugh, why <laughs> but now it's like i don't know definitely i do like that now but because it's funny and and I mean, like, you're funny and it's like charismatic. And so 
So yeah, so I mean, I think like it had to, I feel like all women go through this phase where they want the, the guy that's, where they're focused on like the superficial things, but then you reach a point where you're like, okay, I keep trying the to security. get, get these, yeah, like date these guys, like they're like, they look great on the outside, but inside they're trash and they don't have all the things I would want in somebody that's actually going to build a family and build a life with me and knows how to plan and is looking forward to the future with me. Like that's like, you, you don't get that. You just get whatever you see. And you know, that's also like the same conversation with, with like saying like big guys, you know, guys that are like heavyweight women. I've, I have a lot of heavyweight friends. I was a heavyweight. I was, I was a very big guy. I have friends who were big still, who were big too. Heavyweight. I'm talking about like, I, like out of shape, um, uh, uh, obese. And they say the same thing. Like women, will not approach them. Mm -hmm. But then like you see like these very beautiful, attractive women years and years later, they get them a big guy because those big dudes have been in that. I'm not loved stage or I'm not, it takes us to love each other. Like guys that women don't want or, or guys that are heavyweight guys that are goofy guys that are corny. You know, it takes us to love each other, to know our worth. So we sit back and wait, but then like you have those women that will come in and say, you know, you know, because it is not and the thing is, it's no, it's nobody's fault. No woman is going to just sit up and say, that's what I want. I get that because as a guy, I see a girl that looks like a toothpick. I'm not going to approach her. You, you know what I'm saying? Like she's like thin, like no booty, no breast, like thin, small. In my mind, I won't approach her. I won't ask for her number and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But then years down the line, just because you're not physically attracted, that's why I'm not physically attracted. Type. That's not that there's anything wrong with that. That's not. It's nothing wrong. With, but that's what I'm saying. In my mindset, years ago, I probably wouldn't have done that. But like as a as a when you get older and you want something to just like warm, you want something that's going to love you and is going to. My mind, I don't know about other guys. I want something that's going to be warm. Somebody that's going to encourage me. Somebody's going to like push me up inside, make me go for that job interview, make me take the leap of faith. Out. I'm going to go for that. So there's nothing wrong with being like that. It's just a grow. It's a mind. It's a it's a growing of the mind. That's mm -hmm. all it is. Yeah. And women go through that. Sometimes they see the big guy that approaches them. He be overweight. His belly be hanging over. And you're not going going to get his. You're not going to want him to have your number. But then years down the line, when you get you know dog cheating on whatever it is that causes you to say I can't deal with these guys no more, you look at that guy and go, I can get this a shot. You know he may. He may not be physically there, but for some reason, his mindset says he's warm inside. Mm -hmm. And you see a lot of women with these guys that are heavy set now. And it's like, because like now I'm at the age where I don't want to play games. Yeah, I want somebody to love me and that's going to hold the, hold the fort down. It's going to, you know, when times are rough, he's going to take care of me. And, or when times are times I need to be held, he's going to hold me affectionately. And I know that it's not going to just be because he's here. It's going to be, he's actually loving me. So I'm not blaming, I never would blame you for, for that mindset of, I knew you wouldn't have wanted me back then. I knew that in your mind, it was a, I, what I'm physically attracted to, what I see in my mindset, how I see it. I, I'm, I'm five, yeah. I'm five, 10. I knew you wanted a six, three, six, four brother. It's all good. Which makes no sense. I was literally five, three. I'd so. still fight them. <laughs> I'd still win. I know I'd win. Oh my god. Going straight for the ankles. Oh my god. I fight dirty. I'm biting. Give me ankle. But, but yeah, so, I mean, definitely. So it's just that I think that most, once you reach a point in your journey as an individual woman or man where you've evolved into caring more about the emotional intelligence that a person has and wow. the real professional. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was my last. That was Megan, but I'd be on the phone. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, so, hey, who texting you? Hey, hey, I'm just, I'm just playing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Please stop. But, but yeah. So once she's a point where you start to focus more on the emotional intelligence that a person has and what their actual aspirations and goals are, and you focus on is that attractive to you? Is that something that you feel like you can? bind to you can root for i feel like that's when you reach a point in your life in your dating life where you're able to really sift out you know right. who is going to be the person that's going to be your partner that you live your life with 
who's going to be the person that's going to unconditionally love you and you're going to have a relationship that's going to grow and sprout into something that's beautiful what you want it to be because I mean nobody goes into being well I hope no one goes into a relationship being with somebody where they're thinking that oh man this is going to work out this is going to work out and if you do feel like that I think you need to go and like talk to somebody because that's not a positive mindset to have but Mm -hmm. it's just that it just in not saying that physical attraction has to disappear because I truly do believe that you should always be physically attracted to the person, but do know that physical attraction does uh, evolve over time because naturally our bodies are going to start to sag. Our bodies are going to start to not look how they look now as this young 25 year old fire old person. So do the inner work that you need to do in order to be sure that that's beautiful. And then that'll allow you to open your heart and your mind to be able to see past what the physical is for the person that you're dating or talking to to see what work they're doing early and then you guys come together and you make that that's not true your prize that's not true everybody you know the way the kardashians are doing it everybody's gonna you know get on the trend (laughs) it's gonna be you gonna be be, you could be 50 looking like you 21 i got it I I mean yeah you can you definitely can i mean i'm i am pro whatever you want to do if you want to do plastic surgery you go and do that that's fine but at the end of the day if your inside is messed up, if you are not, not that makes sense. Not a good person. It does not. It's not going to matter. That is not sustainable. Like physical attraction is not sustainable in any kind of marriage or relationship that you're truly trying to do long term. Like it's just not. Yeah. No matter they, you can be the most beautiful person ever on the outside, but if someone's not emotionally connected to you if they don't feel like they have that type of bond for you then they're gonna do whatever they want to do as far as if that's cheating on you betraying you whatever it is this it's not gonna matter at the end of the day and i think that it's important as within our early 20s to start to realize that so you can do that work so when you get to the point that you're in your late 20s almost 30s like us that you're at the point where you've evolved because you've done the work and you're not behind still 30, 35 year olds still trying to figure things out as far as like who you are and like stuff like that. It's I know just, a couple of them. Yeah, it's just still just I don't know doing Some things. In my family. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking about guys. I, I I I'm not throwing those no specifics. Love. Yeah. So so yeah. I mean, I just feel like you know, moral story is that I think that you truly have won when you reach a point within yourself that you found unconditional love within yourself, and then. I think you've truly gotten the prize when you find it within your relationship and the right. person that you're with. When you truly, no matter what, it's not based on any conditions. It's based on that deep interconnection that y'all found together. One of these days, me and Megan say we were going to do like a blind date thing. We were going to act like we were somebody else. One of these days, I'm going to set the scene. I'm going to buy her a beautiful, I'm talking about a banging dress that's just tight on her body. She's going to be at the bar. She gonna be sipping on drink, and I'm gonna wait till a guy approaches her before I approach her. Guy gonna approach her, <laughs> she gonna kind of like, no, I'm waiting on somebody. And when she turns around, she looks. I'm gonna have on khakis with the side pockets, <laughs> some white uh, barbecue dad barbecue shoes, and oh one of those God. Hawaiian shirts, those Hawaiian button down <laughs> floral shirts. And I'm gonna just walk up to. Her. Hey, how's it going? Um, Ugh, and I'll know. still be embarrassed. And you still gonna come home with me? <laughs> well, at this point in time, I don't have you're a like, choice. You're like, so you know what? It's kind of a trap. You go. <laughs> she gonna get. It's gonna. It's gonna be so irritating and so so much of a turn off. It's actually gonna turn her on because it's gonna be like he really has this much this much guts to come here like this. It's kind of a trap. If we were dating. I, I wouldn't let it be. <laughs> I would go to my own home, but. We have uh, the same home now. Yeah, so yeah. So it is what it is. I'm still gonna get some. I ain't I'm tripping. trapped. I ain't worry about it. I ain't worry about it. <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. Well, you know what I miss? Who? Where's Doctor Yet? Oh, I miss, I miss him. Doctor Yet. That podcast. He was sitting here eating, just just eating while we were in the middle of the whole podcast. We had him and the other the other guest was um Doctor Mai. Doctor Mai. Mai was just from sitting PC there. School. Yeah, Dr. Ma was just sitting there. She was answering the questions. And he's just sitting there just munching. We left like a bowl of like arranged like nuts on the table. Yeah. And it was gone. (laughs) It was, he was just eating. And I was just like, did you eat? (laughs) In between one of the breaks, I was like, did you eat? He's like, nah, man, I I burned 
like protein off really fast, so I had to keep eating. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> that was so random. Because I, I I saw the video. Our uh, I was watching our old podcast video earlier before I, when I was waiting on my release to come at work. Uh huh. And I was looking at our old uh, podcast episode with them. Okay. And I was like, that's the stop Asian hate stop podcast Asian hate that he's talking about that we did with Doctor Yen and Doctor Mai. But it was random. I'm sorry, that was random. That was very random. It was just funny because I was just sitting there like, why is he just eating? Oh my god! Why we're just a- answer. He, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. You go okay, ahead. Okay. Well, we don't get derailed again. So <laughs> that is all that we have for this week, guys. That's it. Please be sure that you are following us at Get It Together on Instagram, our YouTube channel, maybe, TikTok, maybe Twitter. Um, I can't get the Twitter back. I'm sorry. I don't know where it went. And I mean, I have access to Twitter, but I don't really care about Twitter. So yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, so be sure you're following that. And then my personal pages, I am Megan.Jeanette. And I'm Gregory.K underscore. Yes. And uh, other than that, if you have any questions that you want to send in, you can always contact us at get it together at gmail.com yeah. and have a great week. We love y'all. And thanks for always tuning in to us and growing with us. Yes. All right. Bye. All right. Now stay blessed. My corny Kings.